what's going on? It's episode 94, Top of the Do Chain Podcast. We are here marking the two-year anniversary, no, sorry, three-year anniversary of this fateful tweet, which Hillary Clinton congratulates herself for becoming president. <laughs> Happy birthday to this future president. Oh, wow. And so every every October 26th, that bad boy pops up. <laughs> <laughs> It's a gem uh, of a turd. Yeah. Someone should have listened to the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go top com. Like, share, subscribe, share with your friends, talk to your friends about it. Make this a water cooler uh, topic every week. Come the coolest guy in, or girl in your office. Yeah. But uh, what's going on? I like to throw our hat in there as the fourth option for Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, if you're looking for something to do with your free time, yeah. since apparently you're leaving New England based on putting your house up for sale. There's or, more than that. Or we, just buying a bigger We could put another chair in here, but you got to talk about cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I worry we may not have a lot in common with Tom Brady. <laughs> like, outside of talking football, I feel like it's going to fall off a cliff. After, well, fashion. You'd get into a fashion. Yeah, fashion would be yeah. great. Yeah, then me and Corey would just leave at some point. Of course. Point. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I he's, still, he's, I, he's married to a model, and I'm a male model. We could, we could there you go. That. Y'all that's got, something we you know the game. Y'all both modeled. <laughs> yeah. You both, I'm, I'm the odd man out here. It looks like Tom Brady gets my chair. Yeah, there you go. Which I will gladly give to him. <laughs> well, he deserves it with all the mess you've been talking about him. Uh, I haven't been talking mess about him. I just, about us and... My mess listen, that I've man. been talking is about you and your your hot take train you jumped out on. Listen, as no, much no, as no, we no. give people that do hot takes a hard time, no, I was thoroughly no, no, disappointed no. that you jumped on the hot take train as soon as you got a little info from Adam Schefter. Adam, all I said was Adam Schefter said Tom Brady has three options, which are of three of the four options. He's never getting cut. You know, no one's going to cut Tom Brady. <clears throat> okay, so it's either retire come back, or go to another team. But that's the three options for everybody, right? The hot take that Schefter made was coming back to the Patriots is the third option on that list. Okay. So I simply said, if he leaves New England, okay, so that's not caveating or or me saying that he is going to leave New England. I simply said, if he leaves New England, San Diego Chargers or the Los Angeles Chargers are the destination. Calling it now. Why is this even a conversation? Because Schefter, Schefter reported it that he's leaving. That that's the third option. So next year he either retires or he goes to another team. Why? Why? Why is staying at New England the third option? option? Well, he he and his trainer both put their house up for sale. So it's not like he's buying a new house. Uh, he renegotiated his contract so that. Uh, one, they cannot uh, throw the franchise tag on him, and he can opt out after this year. Okay. Do you think he wants to? Sorry. Do, do, do you think he wants to try to go somewhere else to prove that it's more him than the system? No. I'll tell you what Josh thinks, even though it's not what he just said on this podcast this morning. I joked with someone commented, "Q John Elway," and I put "Ha ha." I said, are there really people out there who imagine Brady choosing to play for not the Patriots? Oh, man, that's something. Ha ha. That was me laughing at people jumping on this hot take train. 
Josh says verbatim, Schefter called Lux retirement. Dude knows something. Chargers, I'm calling it. If he leaves me, if he leaves New England, I'm calling LA right I now. Did it. That's it. If he leaves New England, I'm calling LA right now. I'm calling it. Here's the thing. I'm Schefter, calling it. Schefter reported. Schefter reported that. And then he Andrew said Chicago Luck, number two. And I change I'm gonna change that. <laughs> Take so, it walking it back. I'm changing that to Nashville. Oh man. To the Tennessee Titans. Here's the thing. Schefter broke news that Andrew Luck was retiring before his teammates even knew. People looked at him like he was crazy. All I'm saying is, is no, Schefter, I, I trust Schefter. Schefter is Schefter's in the got a good good reputation. This is significant. Here's why I think Well and, and Brady Brady didn't talk down the rumors. He just No, he just He, he just, just talked. Which is did, odd. All and, he, yeah, all he did was basically say we he gave the cliche answers of we're worried about this season. You yeah. know, that kind of stuff. He didn't deny him, though. Yeah, and, and generally with the Patriots, you know, he didn't really answer it as much in the Patriot way as he did in a Tom Brady way. Right. It's, it's, it's another thing that people are looking at is, hey, looks like he's removing himself from the Patriots a little bit more, you know. Yeah, but that's a, that's, a, that's a reach on, on that. No, it, it, it's all a reach. But, but here's my theory. All right. Okay, let's hear it. It's got let's some. hear your hot take. That's not called a theory these days. It's called a hot take. All right, here's my hot take. That if he leaves, multiple sauces. This is what this is why I think he has legitimate opportunity to leave. Mm-hmm. One, he hands down probably has outside of the year they went undefeated, maybe the best team that he's been on uh, to date. The defense is ridiculous. Defense is best in the league. Defense yeah. wins championships. He's got the. I mean, he's got the caliber of defense this season that gave gave Peyton Manning. Uh, a trophy, you know, right. a Super and that's, Bowl, and that's and that's what I'm saying is is like, this despite year, you being old, we can win you one, right? And you're not going to have to carry the team, yeah. You know, you're not going to have to hang 40 points and get into shootouts. We'll cover you, even if you break your neck, we can still get you a Super Bowl win, right? So that'd be number seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what I think from that standpoint. That's why I think I think winning Super Bowls to Tom Brady's old, even though he says his favorite ring is the next one. Yeah, whatever. Here's what I think. I think he's looking bigger picture than just. Super Bowls and retirement. Yeah. Okay. Michael Jordan is who comes to mind. Now, Michael Jordan came back to the to the NBA mm-hmm. and played for the Washington Wizards. Do you know the deal that they struck to bring him back? They gave him ownership, part ownership of the team. Yeah. Okay. So, the Tennessee Titans offered Peyton Manning part ownership of the team mm-hmm. when he chose Denver over them. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think Tom Brady's doing. I think he's leaves. If he leaves new England, he's leaving new England to get ownership of a team as part of his salary. Cause he doesn't need money obviously mm-hmm. because the dude is the most competitive person out there. Yeah. And I think he looks across the football landscape and says, Hey, Tony Romo's killing it in the, in the announcer booth. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's been done. There are quarterbacks who have coached the NFL and done well. That's been done. John Elway, for example, among others, have GM'd, built teams that have won Super Bowls. That's been done. But no football player has ever gone into ownership and taken a ragtag team to the Super Bowl and and made them the dynasty that it is. And I think that's what he wants. I think he wants that challenge. But I think he also wants to be like, I'm the one who – did what no one else has done. And you think about it. When you think about 
Tom Brady and Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. anytime you compare the greatest of anything, do you say they're the Tom Brady of such and such or are they the Michael Jordan of such and such? It's always Michael Jordan. Yeah. And that's a big part of it because of the Jordan brand, because of the ownership, because everything he did on top of basketball. And I think that's what Tom Brady's looking at. And that's why I think L.A. is the perfect spot. All He's right. a California kid. They're terrible. They can't – I mean, they're get, they. you can buy a $10 seat in the nosebleed sections and they will ask you to move down mm-hmm. to primo seats so it doesn't look like they, they can't sell seats. I mean, they're hurting. Mm-hmm. It was a terrible decision to not build a stadium in San Diego and move to L.A. That was, that was a horrible decision. But you bring Tom Brady in for a couple of years, he takes the management, you revive that uh, that franchise. Welcome to the world of Josh's hot takes. <laughs> that is a cliche hot take. That is how is it cliche? Because you did everything that all hot takes do, man. You 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 did a ton of speculation. You you obviously it's have sat speculation. Ar- you've sat around convincing yourself that you understand the mind of Tom Brady and how the mind of I these do. athletes work. I don't. And then and then you you've thrown out a bunch of as you call them theories, but it's what they are now. We call them hot takes. And Chris Broussard, yeah, would be so proud of you right now. He would be so proud of you right now because there it is. you have you have jumped into the realm of hey. I only know a little bit of information, but I'm going to just run with it. Hey. <laughs> because you know what? But when it happens, but you know what? You it have, becomes prophecy. And, and, that's, and that's why people do hot takes. Because if one takes, you get labeled a prophet for calling it, even though it's like a casino. Even though you win it, you've maybe given out 20 hot takes that didn't. No one ever remembers the hot takes that don't pan out. All they remember is that one time you were right. And that's what these dudes base their whole careers on is that I was right that one time. But it's not and all. And that's what you're doing, man. No, it's, it's not all You've got nothing to lose. You've got nothing to lose. But so now it's, it's time to put all, your money where your mouth but is. But it's not all speculation. If this is your hot take, right. if this is your hot take, what are you willing to wager? Steak dinner. What it, fine. <laughs> Let's do it. It has to be 100% true, though. It. It has to be one hundred percent true, and it and it can't Listen, be vague. Man. It has to be one hundred percent specific. So no, it's just it is. It's are you all calling specu- Tennessee? Tennessee is an owner. It's all speculation, <laughs> but it's based on certain facts. One, all of a sudden, his tone has changed. I know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is what this is what I think happens. All right. Put your money where your mouth is. Anyone who thinks that I'm stating this because I know Tom Brady. Uh, And that's the whole reason why I went through a thread just posting replies of a picture of Chris Broussard saying, multiple sauces say. Hey, guess what? (laughs) Multiple sauces. (laughs) On the meme, a bunch of sauce packets come. Hey, hey. also, (laughs) to which I replied, Schefter slash Josh to Jeff Zero. Yeah, yeah. What was, tell me my reply to that. I don't remember. Yeah, it was I irrelevant. bet you don't. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom line is, 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 I called Sanu going to New England See, three weeks before he left. One one hot take panned out. Now Josh is an expert. That's one. how all these guys work. It's the only one. All I said was, hey, hey do you guys have Sanu? Because I think he's going to New England. Hey, how, Here how, we are. How stupid and empty hey. of a gesture is uh, the offering up of Tom Brady's number? 
Oh, the Sanu. Like, hey, you, you want 12? You want to take the GOAT's number, the one that's going to reti- be retired and hung up in this what? stadium? Yeah. You want to tick off millions here's of fans? A, here's yeah, what, I don't, it. Yeah. Here's what I don't think Sanu uh, understood. Is was, I, that, was that a know your place type of move? I think that was more of a, an alpha. Did know, he grab play? himself in front of him and was no, like, make a move, said, bro? Hey, man, you can have your... You can add number twelve if you want, like, like just on. to just to tempt them. Like, yeah. let's see what happens Take if, it. if I offer you number twelve. Yeah, that would get shut down immediately by people much higher than Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, it never happened. Even if he said, "Yeah, Tom Brady's giving me his number," I guarantee you there are fifty-three other dudes on that team that are pulling the side. They like it would be twelve, it. and then they'd put it. They'd stitch on a huge <laughs> asterisk next to it. <laughs> it <might be laughs> 12.1 or yeah. something, or 0-1-2. Yeah. yeah. No, that, it was a good, conver- it was a good conversation. It, it's it's interesting. My deal is just I'm, I'm anti-hot take, so if I'm going to be anti all these ESPN and other clowns who do hot takes, i got to be anti-Josh, too, okay. just to be. I'm with you, and I would be <laughs> i got to be consistent, Josh. man. I'm just saying Schefter has taken it a little further than hot yeah. take, though. I'm, a, I'm an oak. I stand on I'm just saying, man, he went on national TV – and said, and Andrew, I trust Luck, him. Andrew Luck is going to retire before this but, game's over. And, and the team knew about it from Schefter before they knew about it from Luck. I mean, that's... Yeah, no, but that wasn't a hot take, man. He knew. He, yeah, he, he had that point. information from Luck. Okay, like, so what, and that's what I just said. What does he know? Because he's not well, going he to told us what there. he knew. He told us what he knew, and that's, that's what I'm getting at, is Schefter told us what he knew and then left it open, which is what everybody else should have done. Right. That's why he's credible, and that's why... You're but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if... If him leaving, if him leaving is, yeah. is I think that's going to be the Schefter motivation just, behind Schefter it. Schefter just said, look. You also asked the question, why would you leave the greatest franchise ever? And I'm telling you why he would leave the greatest franchise ever. To start that's the my, next that's greatest franchise ever. That's my thought. To, here's the other thing we all forget. And I told you if he leaves, it's not going to be as a player. Here's, here's the thing we all forget, though. That was my hot take. Robert Kraft has to go to Miami periodically because he solicited a prostitute. However, the number one receiver on their team at the time, A.B., got kicked off for what looks like now maybe hearsay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So think about that if you're the quarterback. Robert Kraft arrested, videotapes, evidence of doing something dirty. Still owner of the team, wandered around. Now it's his team, but still owner of the team. NFL does nothing to him. A few women come out on AB, shaky stories. Not saying they're wrong, just saying that, you know, let's gather more evidence. Dude's kicked off the team immediately. Yeah, but I mean, for all we know, Tom Brady is in that same ring. I mean, with the craft? Yeah, we don't know. I mean, there's so much we don't know. That's no, why I agree, but I'm just saying. I'm cool with staying where I am. I'm just saying. I'm not going to jump on that train. Well, I like this train. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. You love it. This is this is your thing. This yeah. is what uh this is probably your dream is to uh have a have a hot take hotline. Call yep. Josh for hot takes yep. and I will I'll convince you. you why what I just came up with is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> you got to admit though. Uh, <laughs> that's some pretty good speculation though. That's just not pulling it out. There's some evidence around it's it. It's fun. It's fun to speculate. Nashville, I get, Nashville, I get that. Nashville did offer Brady ownership of the team. You know that? Yeah. Okay. He turned it down because he, he was chasing that second Super Bowl ring. 
I, I think it's different with Brady because he, he doesn't have to chase rings. He's yeah. gonna, I mean, it looks like at this point he may have number seven, Yeah, which will put – do the Steelers have seven? No, six? no. Their their whole motto is stairway to seven. Okay. I mean, so, they want so the if seven. He, if they get – and they're not getting it this year for sure. So if he gets seven, Patriots have the most ever. He has the most ever. Probably never going to see that again. Well, how ridiculous is it that forever the Steelers have been the organization with the most Super Bowls and Tom Brady has as many as a player? That's what I'm saying. That's nuts. That, that, that's my point. He's already solidified himself as the greatest player ever, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. We will probably never see anyone as good as him ever come. And the fact that he was drafted in the sixth round will make it – that's the thing. I think if he goes and he does the – he becomes a billionaire like Jordan did, Yeah, then I think you're going to see – the shift from, oh, Michael Jordan was the Tom Brady of the NBA. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he has those, you know, he just, he did it as a six-round pick instead of, because everyone tries to make Jordan this great, like, oh, he was cut from his high school basketball team and he was drafted, with, you know, behind Sam Bowie at the number three spot in the draft. Yeah, he was drafted high. Yeah, he, he they still, knew he was a stud. Exactly. He, he, he hadn't. Uh, in high school, you know, when he was cut from his team, that that was a totally different Michael Jordan than what you're seeing now. That was a yeah. raw and it was more, kid it was who more probably at, who had probably grown it, yet. And, and if you if you read reports, and he was probably clumsy or something. I'll read the reports. The coach goes, he didn't make varsity. He didn't get cut from the team. Yeah, he didn't make varsity. He was a freshman. I wanted to play on the freshman team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, which is everyone playing basketball. So it's embellished there. Yeah, Tom Brady is the epitome of chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, and and so I think that's – if he does something well, like that – Well, and, like, you look at his combine results. He looked yeah. he looked like he was not going to make it. I mean, just the picture of him, you know, where they take that picture with your shirt off, whatever, he looks just like a bean pole out there. You yeah, know, I mean, that's, a, it's, that's it. I mean, yeah, he goes against, you know, everything um, TB12, that you would look for in a quarterback TB12, probably. Yeah. I think he's going to launch that brand with – with Under Armour, I think he's going to have the the TB12 compete with the Jordan brand, yeah, uh, in the in the athletic apparel shoe line. Well, and that's kind of what I feel <laughs> like it's all been about, anyways. Is he's solidifying that business? That well, the TB12, TB12 too is also the training. That's they tried to kick that dude his personal trainer because that's where he makes billions of dollars. It's not going to yeah. be in. No, it's having not a partial ownership in a football team. No, that's what that's what put Jordan over the edge. Yeah, well, Listen. it might have put him over the edge, but it was his brand with that. Maybe. Yeah, but, but but the point being is he's. I don't think you make billions of dollars off an, off a NFL franchise mm-hmm. as a, unless you're a hundred percent owner. You want to call Jerry Jones? That's what I'm saying. Unless you're hundred percent owner, that, no, are they going to offer him one hundred percent ownership no, of the no, team? No, but they didn't do that with Jordan. What they did is Jordan turned around, sold his stake. He he made the the Wizards a legitimate threat, sold the stake sold in the, the team, problem. then turned around and bought the majority of the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, but he never had to go in and buy. Part of the team, yeah. He was given the team as as a player. Same thing with Brady. Go into the the Chargers, get part ownership as a player, part of your salary. You mean Titans or Titans? I'm still thinking it's the Chargers. I think there's just it's it's a yeah. there's well, more there's more growth there opportunity. <clears throat> Point being is is go in there, sell it, and then turn around and buy uh, the New England Patriots when crap gets run out of town because he goes to prison. Oh wow! This thing just Whoa, went, this we, thing just went crazy. I'm just saying it to tier three. <laughs> I'm just saying Defcon five. I think Robert Kraft is hey. Got we be, some bad days. We better get on another subject before. Uh, I think he's going to. Josh for, has Tom Brady going to the moon. I think. Bra- I think Brady's. 
I think Brady's running for president. He's going to be the first quarterback to walk on Mars. 2024. He's gonna, then he's going to take, take the Mars team to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then he's going to take over the galaxy, and he's going to have the Infinity Gauntlet. No, I'm just saying. I mean, the point being is it's all a process. Okay. And Michael Jordan has laid out the roadmap of that process. Yeah. As has Tiger Woods. Yeah. You know, so. That's branding. Yeah. No, you're right. If you got the accolades, you can do the branding. Yep. You know, if people remember you as being great. I agree. Anyway. Well, other than that, man, been moving out of my office slowly but surely. Got a new job. Yeah. Congrats on that. Yeah. I mean, I knew you had a new job, and I told you congrats already, but I like Pretty. to do it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That way I can't deny it. that you ever, remember you never told me congratulations. Yeah, there you go. Put it no. on wax. No, man. It's going to be interesting. I got to. Man, I got to relearn everything, though. Not so much that I know the surveying side of it, but uh, they use different equipment, different software, different everything. So yeah. I got to got to get up to speed on all that. Riding but a bike, man. Looking up. Just riding a bike. Yeah. Learn to drive a new car. Look, looking forward to uh, getting to do some different stuff, try some different things, though. So what do you mean moving out of your office slowly? Uh, just, man, okay, I do what they call nesting, and I'm real bad about it. I, uh, I sort of have everything in my office is kind of circular. Like I sit in the middle and I've got a desk that's L-shaped and then another desk behind that one and then like a bookshelf with a bunch of stuff and some places where I keep like files and folders and things like that. And so all I do is have to spin my chair around and I can get to everything. Well, the nest builds up, you know, things, you know, like, oh, I've got, I need this or I need that. And I just, I got a lot of junk in my office now. Really? So, yeah, they call it nesting. Dude, they they been, say a lot of people work that way. They I've like been, to have anything they might need close. I've been at my my desk or my my job for like 14 or 15 years. And you got like nothing in there. You still and got I, like a box you moved in there with under the I've desk. Probably, probably moved out of this 14, 15 years. I'd say close to 20 different desks. Yeah. So it's gradually got it's gotten to the point where I can put everything on my desk into a shoebox and go home, yeah, and be done. Or yeah, I, that, and that's usually what it is. Outside of moving the computers and all that, I can put all my personal belongings. My wife gets mad because I don't have pictures of the family up and all that. I'm like, listen, I'm at these desks for six months, eight yeah. months at tops. No, when they gave me an office, I moved in because that's that was like, all right, this is your office, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys have been in their office for eleven years. Yeah, you know, yeah, not us. So not us. It, it uh, all over the I was like, all right, well, you know, if this is gonna be my office, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it comfortable where I don't mind being in it all day. Yeah. And so now I moved in, dude. Yeah. No. Plus, I store everything on the computer. I I hardly print anything out because yeah, you know, 2019. Well, yeah, but you're not lining out field crews who you have to hand the file too no, and then bring it job, back yeah. different job i'm just telling you that i don't print a lot of stuff out for that reason yeah but then you threw it 2019 dude oh no, it's 2019 so. i mean get an ipad and then you yeah. don't have to print anything out company hadn't done that yet yeah we I mean, did we have talked about that like but y'all are still like making people work on holidays and all that right uh we, they even even got into the holiday schedule right well i mean we try not to but it's you know if there's a job that needs to be done yeah. and you need hours yeah yeah anyway no, it's good. Congrats on the new job, though. But but yeah, anyways, got that going on. But uh, not really, not really a whole lot going on there. Um, so Halloween's coming up. You you guys have already established your disdain, disdain for, for that it. holiday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're kind of excited for it because we got a two year old, and so I got kids like dressing up. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't mind watching the kids dress up. It's just. You kidding me? We're doing family costumes. Josie's yeah. going to be a cow. We're going to be farmers. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. We're the cutest family you've ever seen. So, but no, we're also kind of excited. This is our first Halloween in the new neighborhood. See if we get trick-or-treaters. At our other house, uh, one year I got a ton. And then the next year was like, not really. And then the next year we got a bunch. So it was really up and down on really? whether we got a lot of trick-or-treaters. I hate because 15 passenger vans pull into our neighborhood. Yeah. And just. Unload kids like yeah, crazy. Like they're not even neighborhood kids. Yeah. Oh, no. No. They they probably live in a neighborhood that doesn't have a lot of people that do mm-hmm. Halloween candy. So they yep. go to your neighborhood. Yep. Our parents used to load us up and take us around to like people's houses from the church yeah yeah people you know that's yeah. one thing we used to go to people's houses that we knew now, but now the church does a some old lady that has the flu hands you a popcorn ball that she made herself yeah. and isn't yeah. wrapped in anything yeah <laughs> get, now, get an apple and some walnuts now, now we have trunk or treat so it's it's you know for everyone at the church to see your kids they just come to this thing yeah. eating and you know decorate their trunk and which is great i think a lot of people have done that because some shady people out there, man. Yeah. You know? You always, yeah, you always heard the urban legend of razor blades and candy and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it makes it where you can trust. So, I mean, we have gotten wiser to that. Plus, you don't know. I mean, Did I have a booger on my mustache. I just sneezed real I hard. Don't know. All right. I'm good. I don't know, but it is beard season, though. Yeah. Yeah. I need to trim mine up a little bit. It's looking a little gnarly. Yeah. A little rugged. So, but goes good with this cool jacket. Though. Hey, man, speaking of greatest ever. Yeah. Have y'all been keeping up with this Rachel McKinnon? <laughs> Have you, you, I'm sure you knew it before I yeah, sent the yeah, text yeah. out. So, it's a dude. Here's what gets me. Right? Is Rachel one of those names that can go both ways? No, Rachel is. It's you ever a, known a guy no, named Rachel? Nope. Well, outside of Rachel McKinnon, who identifies as a woman, yeah. but's a dude. Yeah. And he's into women's speed cycling. One of these fake athletes. That, and so yeah. he's he's breaking world, shattering women's world records, right? And dude, men just keep finding ways to like kill women's rights, right? You know, dude. <laughs> dude. It's like, but hey, it, can it's you back fault. up off the ladies and let them dude, have something? I blame, I blame the women, though, man. Yeah. No, they they that, allow this to and happen. That's exactly yes. what it is. Because here's the thing: they went around and said, "Do you think this is right?" Right? Well, every common sense uh, wielding human being says no that's not right yeah right but these groups that are equal rights for everyone or we're you know men whatever yeah paint themselves into a corner because they can't you know because if they say no it's not right then it's all of a sudden why yeah are, are men more you know because they're like yeah. you know women are just as strong as men no you're not it's just biologically speaking you're not yeah and so they they want to be put on this. I also equal, can't have a baby, if not better, you know, and all that. And so they paint themselves in the corner because if they say no, yeah, it is not fair. Then then it turns around. And you have to make the argument. Oh, there are differences in men and women, correct? Yeah. And then it gets into that thing. Here's the thing, though. And 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 regardless of the whole transgender, whatever. Obviously, I don't think it's right. Mm-hmm. But that's irrelevant to this conversation. Okay. The conversation here is, is I went and looked at his record-breaking times. And then I went and looked at the men's record-breaking times to yeah. see where he would fall yeah. if he put that time. Now, granted, he is he is competing in the 35 to 39-year-old range because mm-hmm. they they're, they're, it's, it's by uh, age group now. That's how it's classified. For him to even sniff 
competitive in the men's side, he would have to compete with 65 to 74-year-old men yeah. to even sniff competitiveness yeah. on that side as a 35 to 39-year-old man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Point being is the dude would never be a pro cycler if he doesn't do this. Yeah. And you go look at pictures, dude's fat. Is he? Fatter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's got some gut on him. Well, and, and what's ridiculous about this this idiot is that he tries to argue, like, scientifically, like, oh, I'm at a disadvantage because I take hormone blockers. But this guy probably didn't transition until, what, probably the past five years. Mm -hmm. So he's had 30 years of the advantages of a male's level of testosterone. You only, yeah. have, to, you only have to be on, on, on uh, women hormones for 12 months. Yeah. Dude, there are high school sports. So your voice has barely changed, but yet they're letting you compete as a woman. There are high school sports right now where you simply have to say I identify as a woman, and they will let you. Yeah, women just need it, women just need to say I'm I'm not I'm not going to play. Like I'm not I'm not going to play. Is, with I mean, you. It's a, but it's 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 a, they it's need a to trend. walk out. If this was the only time it happened, you know, you make a mockery. <clears throat> no, Hannah Mouncey got kicked out of rugby. Mm -hmm. Couldn't make rugby on the men's side, so went to the women's side. Women were like, no. Dude, that, that's dangerous. I mean, you got a dude yeah. who's 6'4", 250. Literally a middle, a middle linebacker-sized dude. Yeah. Out there with women who, at best, are, are Corey size. Mm -hmm. In phenomenal shape. I mean, it's just dangerous. So, rugby says no. So, handball, which is like water polo on the ground, mm -hmm. uh, lets him in. And he's just sitting there. He literally looks like a dad playing with his kids. I mean, yeah. you, got, you have women hanging on this dude. He's just throwing the ball around. Yeah. Like, it's not, I mean, it's not a challenge. Well, and you got a power lifter or a weight lifter doing the same thing. People, and people have to have the picture painted so perfectly for him anymore these days. You, you know, these, you know, saying like, well, you know, it's not fair because, you know, men obviously have, you know, their ceiling's a lot higher on what they can do I mean, or become just, physically. Now, but the problem is, they said, well, it's just the same. Now, we're not saying that men, all men, are better than all women. I could not go play in the WNBA and score a point. Right. I could not go compete in any track and field game and beat any female athlete just because I'm a guy. That's not what we're saying, but that's how they treat us. Well, that's, that's exactly they right. They treat us like that's what we're saying, like any average Joe could go out and smoke the best woman. We're not saying no. that. What we're saying is, biologically, it is a fact that men have a much higher ceiling so the, when it comes to the physical part. Right. And it's because that's how we were designed. And it's in, we're supposed to be the one that gets eaten by the bear. Right. I mean, we're supposed so to be the one right. that gets eaten by the bear. You know, and, and, that, but the, and, and that's, that's not to take away. I mean, the bon, uh, Melvin Ote, I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, I do. He's a, he's a, a preacher. fantastic gentleman. Yeah. Anyway, he made the point that he goes, the roles of men and women are different. Yeah. The equality of men and women is not. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Women are on the same level as men. It's just simple. Simply the responsibilities that they have are different. Here's how, and here's how I've always put it too. I was like, you know, I think there's a reason, you know, for that. And the reason is if the, like, okay, typical old school chivalry. If the boat goes down, Women and children get on the boat, on the little boat. They get saved. Men go down with the boat. Why? We're easy to replace. Hey, can we talk We're about, not special. Can we talk about chivalry real quick? Yeah. 
Why does no one say thank you when you hold the door? Dude, I, that's what I was about to say when you Dude. brought that up. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy too, because in Oklahoma, people hold doors open. Dude, Emily, it's I'm not call- unknown. Dude, this 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 punk named Emily yeah. at Starbucks yeah. who ordered twenty drinks. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there having to wait for my iced Americano because Emily got sixty free freaking frozen cappuccinos that yeah. she's waiting on being made. So she's carrying these two things. I'm by the door. I open the door for her. She looks at me and then just walks out. Dude, you should have swatted those drinks out of her hand. I should have just held it open and just let go. Boom. <laughs> Dude. And it's, 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 it's got a, it's got a spring it's, messed it's up. Usually I'm women. glad you didn't. It, it's usually <laughs> women, too, that don't say thank you. Yeah, Dudes like, are normally listen. like, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Oh, and, and, it's always and, women, and I think it's a generational thing. Yeah, because older women are always like, you know, they're first off, they're surprised. Yeah, you know, which they should because they be. think it's dead. Yeah, but they think it didn't get passed on to the grandchildren. Right. Yeah, twenty but, to thirty somethings. That's normally where the yeah, thank yous are absent. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm glad you lose cycling. Open your own door. <laughs> 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 no, but <laughs> but anyway, no, I agree with you though. I do think there is. It's you know, here's. We're easy to replace, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say it. <laughs> Women are Here's special. If, if, like, Here's let's be thing. honest. Like, you've had a baby. You've had a baby. I've, I've had a baby. I have three kids. If I, if, if something happens to me and I go away, their standard of living, financially, they're taken care of because I have life insurance. Yeah. But their, their way of life does not change that dramatically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, if something were to happen, my wife. And I'm stuck with all three of them. Dude, their life sucks. Homework may not get turned in on time. <laughs> they may miss a few games or practices. Because Meals will go <laughs> right down the toilet. There's going to be some ratty looking hair. Well, and, that's and all even, I'm saying, man, Even Josh isn't going to know what to do. Exactly. I mean, there's just a, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, teacher conferences. I mean, that kind of stuff, you know, flows through mom. And, and, and it's because men aren't capable of, of doing all that stuff without screwing it all up. I mean, it's just not how we function, you know, to, to be on top of a billion little things. We're good at knocking that big thing out, you know. Right. Um, and I know not everybody's that way. There are some guys who can multitask like a champ. But in general, man. Dude, you, wanna, you want to. Most dudes can't remember the listen, things they're man, supposed to remember. You want, a, you want the perfect illustration? Yeah. Look at one of my kids when my wife is out of town and yeah. how they dressed. I've seen them. Because it's literally. It is literally, if my if I know that my wife has no shot of seeing these kids outside of a picture, yeah, yeah, dress whatever you want. Yeah, I've seen your kids come to church in like inside out jogging pants. Yeah, you know. Yeah, get yourself. I want to get dressed. All right. Yeah, go do it. I don't care if you're two. Yeah, if you can put it on, put it on. Yeah, and so now I'm a little more picky when like I know we're going somewhere. And my wife will be there. Yeah. Because I'm like, listen, I'm not getting grabbed out no, I'm not. because of that, you know. But no, what I was going to go with, you know, we've all had children. And when you bring that newborn baby home that has, I mean, everything's new and for the first time. And it's running on instinct right now. You realize real quick, and it's hard. I think most guys go through a kind of a, a, little, a little time period there where, you know, they kind of, it kind of hurts. You're useless to that baby. You are absolutely well, useless and, to that baby. And like you were saying, you were telling me when I was kind of going through this, you're like, look, man, sometimes if I can't get the baby to calm down and Carly's not around, I just take some of mom's clothes in there and the baby calms down and then I have to go outside and just kind of collect myself because you feel worthless because the baby, 
just mm-hmm. there's not much dad can do for the baby. I think you're paraphrasing there. No, that's what you said. That's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got the text if you want to go <laughs> yeah. back. No, but I, I Hi, will Jeff, say this. I'm outside crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> Need someone to talk I to. I will you. say this, and I, I kind of wish I I heard this, you know, 10 years ago because I heard it here recently. Yeah. Dad's job is to take care of mom. Yeah. Because mom's job is to take care of the kid. Yeah. So you, you take care of the kid indirectly by taking care of mom. Yeah. I mean, you, you know? got to make sure she's got everything she needs. And, you know, that's something me and Brittany talked about when we first got married. I was like, look, I don't need to be worrying about me. That's your job. You don't need to be worrying about you. That's my job. If we start worrying about ourselves, that means the other one's not doing their job. Right. And then our, our marriage is not working. We we need to be to the point to where I don't even got to worry about what's going on in my life because you're taking care of me, and and that's good. I just need to make sure that I'm taking care of you. That way I have a selfless relationship with my wife, not a what have you done for me lately, this doesn't work for me attitude that so many people get these days. It, it's about... I'm taking care of you. You're taking care of me. We got this. Yeah. I mean, that's how you pick your mate. Hey, Amen. Speaking of uh, motherly instincts. <laughs> and marriage is not working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of marriage uh, is not working. So. Y'all heard of James Younger? Jaeger. Jaeger. Is it Jaeger? Or is it Younger? I thought it was Younger. James Younger from the Younger and James game. No, is what you're, thinking. you're thinking of Cole Younger, maybe? No, 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 no. James. This is a different person. Okay, well, the the Younger James band was a group of outlaws. No, you're right. Same name. Frank and Jesse. It's more the more recent news. Younger, yeah. The more recent news is um, in Texas, Dallas. uh, This goes back to my distrust for the media. Yeah. Okay, because this is this is the right side of the media. I don't know if you get to call it your distrust of the media. I think it's it's overall distrust okay, of the media. But this anymore. is why I trust both sides of the media. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which that's not everybody. Some people distrust media on one side or whatever. So I'm just telling you why I distrust both sides and, and kind of have to. A jury voted 11 to 1 that uh, to not remove the rights uh, of Jamie Younger's mom. To okay, so Jane, uh, to give you background, James Younger's mom wants him to undergo gender transfer um, surgery, not surgery, chemically. Okay, whatever treatments, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what she wants. Dad has a problem with it. <clears throat> now, Dad took mom to court. Dad requested one hundred percent guardianship and decision making ability in his case mm-hmm. and the jury voted 11 to 1 against it okay now everyone particularly on the right was like mom's gonna be allowed to do this now blah 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 dad lost all his rights that's not what was yeah. being they're just saying dad doesn't get 100 because exactly. that's that's not how it the works. decision was take rights from one parent completely and give it all to the other parent yeah now granted there was one person in there going, this fruitcake right here <laughs> doesn't deserve those rights. Yeah. So, yes. This, but it was This nutty lady who, it who would put her child through that at this age. It wasn't doom and gloom. 11, you said? Seven. Seven. So, wow. it's not doom and gloom like they were saying it. Like, oh, he's lost all his rights. No, 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 no. He just didn't get all the rights. Yeah. That's, okay, so that's, but they were reporting like, oh, he's going to have to, you yeah. know. Trust the courts. Trust the anyway, courts. Anyway, so then the decision of custody 
and decision making rights goes to the judge. Mm-hmm. By by the jury making that decision, it goes to the judge, and the judge says dad has fifty percent decision making responsibility as well, joint custody, yada yada yada. So if he says no and you say yes, the answer is no. Right? Yeah, you know whatever. Yeah, and vice versa. If he says He's, yes to something, you say no. Then, same thing. So no decision. Yes. Right. So anyway, that's the positive. Yeah. Okay. However, here's my case for James Younger's mom not receiving anything. The reason, the reason she thinks that he needs to go through this gender transfer treatment uh-huh. is because he sings along to Frozen songs, among other things. But that's the main thing. Okay, so he hasn't requested it or anything. She is claiming that she sees that her child wants to be right. female and not now, male. Now, granted, lay, based ladies on and based on the child's interest, ladies and gentlemen, this which is. is a, Pediatrician in Denton, Texas. Yeah. This woman is in charge of the health care of many children. Mm-hmm. So. Yikes. You know, so. But here's the. But, but that's the point. Now, let me tell you this. Any father with a daughter between the ages of. Eight to 15. That's, I don't know when Frozen came out have all sung Frozen songs because those stupid songs get stuck in your head. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so so point being is it's just a... It's not uncommon for boys and girls to like what other boys and girls like because they're just kids playing, man. Listen, my son... They're just kids playing. My son plays with with things that would be deemed culturally girls' toys. Yeah. Because he wants to play with his little sister. He's got two sisters. His little sister. He has got two sisters. His little sister. He wants to play with her, and that's what she wants to do. So the the sweet boy. And and she plays with Batman sometimes. And that's the thing, too. She watches stuff on the show, and she plays with boy toys Mm -hmm. because he wants to play with them. So yeah. she builds Legos and, <laughs> and rocket ships. And if and all she that. decides she's into sports, <clears throat> does that mean she's a boy now? Exactly. I mean, I mean, look, what they're doing is is taking is taking people back like a hundred years on what makes a person a man or a woman. Well, you know, doing. forever we got to where we're like, you know what? Men can be into anything they want to be into. Women can be into anything they want to be into. And that's what being open minded is. It's it's the reverse of open mindedness when you say because you like this that means you're this. Well, they're they're going back to the labeling. I agree. We're going back to labeling. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. Just that on is the other side. That's one hundred percent backwards. Yeah. It's one hundred percent backwards. Yeah. Stop no, labeling people. I agree. That we fought labels for so long, and now here we are. All we all we consider are labels and tags. Right. I mean, that's it, all we care it about used anymore. To be, it used to be back in the day, a dude wears pink. They they consider them feminine. Yeah, pink's a great color, dude. Yeah, lilac. I mean, yeah, the lighter sh- the lighter shades <laughs> yeah. of purple. You know how hard women fought to colors. get into sports, and without judgment, because if a girl likes sports, immediately people started calling her butch. Right. And after they called her butch, it didn't give her a lot of options in life, and she knew that it was going to completely change. Because do I love this sport more than being so- socially accepted? Also, maybe putting off some chances at having a life with a family because men aren't going to want to be with a woman who's called butch even if she's a beautiful woman inside and out and it's because of these labels and tags that people felt this unnecessary pressure and they had to deal with it and we finally got away from that hey you can be into whatever you're into it doesn't change who you are you were born perfect i think i think i think what we have cracked here is that the progressive agenda is actually a digressive agenda exactly 
Exactly. There you go, Josh. There's your hot take. Sound yeah. Bad, there you go. Yeah. Josh said something profound. Anyway, no, but <laughs> and here's the other thing I have with it, too, is they are exploiting the innocence of children. Yep. And that's that. that that's listen, the, that, that the, is the worst crime the ever. Mc, the Rachel McKinnon stuff and the Hannah Mouncey and those those adult men. That's who, on them. The, those are adults making decisions, but now you're 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 leaking it over into the innocence of children yeah. who have they don't deserve whatsoever to be brought into this circus that some people yeah. are creating. You know what I mean? And 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 <clears throat> there are grown men who have had gender transfers and have have done the surgeries and the chemical pills treatments whatever, mm-hmm. and have regretted it. Yeah. Grown men who who made the decision on their own, and they have resentment for family. They have resentment for friends because they all praised them for doing it. This ain't all of them, but there are yeah. men out there who have done this, and women who have done this, and have been they, because their friend. They, they they say all I wish is that somebody would have pulled me to the side and said, "Hey, man, are you really sure you want to do this? Yeah, because this is this is this is." He says, but they, they, I got praise, I got praise, I got praise the entire time. And so when they come and they finally come to their sin, their realization, they said, you know, they didn't want to do it. They're angry at all these people for, for not, you know, saying, hey, you know, maybe you should sleep on it a little bit and just yeah. whatever. Hey, man. Now parents- you're looking at a seven-year-old kid where you're about to do that to. Yeah. And he has no choice. Yeah. He's going to take whatever pill mama tells him to take because she's, you know, Whatever. Yeah, and the and the science is well. And kids can be manipulated by their parents. Easy, let's easy, be real. Easy. Well, let's and, and be real. Kid can a kid can want to make mom and dad's decision because How? they want mom and dad to exactly. be happy. In fact, if you if you do any kind of a psychology class or like if you're like me and you just get arrested a whole bunch, you have to sit through these things because it's part of your you know getting back into society. They make you sit these classes and you learn about what the dysfunctional family looks like. And it's typically kids dealing with a dysfunctional parent who kids react differently. Some rebel, but how they do long, it to get attention. How long does it take a kid? But to some get, try to please their parents and they try to right. make up for their parents. That hole inside their parents, they try to fill that hole for their but parents and become something they're not. There are still adults right now that seek the approval of their parents. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. To this day. Yeah. So to say this kid's making his Because own you don't decision. want to admit that mom's got the problem or dad's right. got the problem. So you start thinking you've got a problem. Right. What were you saying, you know? Corey? Oh, uh, I was just talking about some of the science behind tr- like trying to get him to start transitioning this young is that they can be infertile uh, and unable to do like other things that yeah. you'd want to be able to do as a male or a female right. biologically. It no, kind of shuts all that down. Dude, doc- Dr. Andy Galpin, they've been they've been studying uh women transitioning into or men transitioning into women's sports mm-hmm. it's 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 and it's not funny but it, you think it's ironic that you never see a woman transition into a men's sport mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah but you have men transitioning women's sports they've done a study they've put it all together and they they said inconclusively without a doubt regardless of how long you've been on on hormone blockers or whatever men will always have an advantage yeah. in uh, in women's sports yeah. and a lot of it's a lot of it's bone density and structure. Yeah. You know, that skeleton is formed over X amount of years. And we're, and that's, that's a big reason women can't put on a ton of as much muscle as men is because their echo or their skeleton is not as big mm-hmm. and not as sturdy. 
So even if they wanted to put on all the muscle they could, they couldn't because they have weaker bones and, and, and whatnot mm. just because of, of the benefits of having testosterone yeah. pumping through you more so than estrogen. Yeah. And, and so the point being is, is the science is out there to argue what these women, what these guys are saying. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing Rachel McKinnon will tell you is the science, uh, science proves that, that I'm not at an advantage. Yeah. yeah. She was right. like, she was like, yeah, you could, you can go and pull my charts, my testosterone. <laughs> Okay, we're recording. And we're back. <laughs> a little technical difficulty. Someone got fat fingered. Uh, yeah, I, I, I fudged it pretty <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> point being is is that the science is out there to disprove what what they are saying to push their agenda. Yeah, yeah. And you've already you and you've already gained those benefits. You've been a, you've been a man for twenty five years. Well, yeah. transitioning for five doesn't mean you're at a disadvantage Here's to the, the biological. And whatever happened to telling people that they were born perfect? Hey, guess you what? You know what I mean? Why do these people grow up thinking? That there's something wrong with them. There's nothing wrong. Because they had you, horrible parents. There's that never nothing told wrong them, with you. They had horrible well, parents that never parents, told them no. Well, a lot of another case against social media. Yeah, yeah well, at a very young age. Yeah, because there are kids out there who. <coughs> it's like a. They're trying to find a way to fit in, and they're looking to media to do it. It's like WebMD. Yeah. Like, I go to WebMD, type in my symptoms. Yeah, dude, I have cancer. Yeah, like no, you're just a little tired or whatever, whatever. But you you get all this and you start thinking, maybe that is me, or maybe mm-hmm. that is me. Maybe I oh, have yeah. this, maybe I have that. You know, hey, squats were a little difficult the other. Maybe I'm getting ALS. You know, I they, tripped the other day. Maybe you know I'm, I'm having the early onset of ALS or something yeah. like that. Or I forgot this. Maybe I'm having dementia. Hey, I mean, I'll be honest with you. All the symptoms I get when I'm constipated would point towards I am bipolar because I become a different person. <laughs> but the point being is, is, is we do it as adults. Yeah. Simply by doing that. Yeah. Now you get a kid goes on YouTube or goes on Facebook and yeah. is, and and like myself, I enjoyed the movie Brave. Yeah. Disney movie. My daughter loved it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. But it's a girl's movie. Yeah. So if you're a kid and you're like, Man, I really like that movie Brave. Yeah. Or Frozen or whatever. Yeah. Maybe I am a woman, or I like the color pink. Hey, it's one of my favorite colors. Yeah, Maybe. kids are trying to figure it out, man. Exactly. Don't be putting labels on things, telling them that they have to be something. Let exactly. them be themselves. Let them be themselves. Listen, and good. it's crazy that we're having to come back around to that mentality. But and and that's the thing. And and the, social if, media is awful, dude, man. You want, you want to talk about scientific? Hey, studies. I wouldn't be surprised if that lady doesn't want her kid to go through a gender transformation just so that she can be touted as the parent of. Because I'm super tolerant parent, you know. I'm the parent of a yeah, the most. How woke. we know it's not a business move? Yeah, I mean, you know? I'm telling you, man. These parents get to wanting things. They right. get to wanting things. Right. I mean, you're right. Look at how how parents never you know, trust an adult. Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Amy Winehouse's dad. Yeah. is a great example of of, of exploiting. Exactly. Exploiting. Exploiting. Mm-hmm. And they don't even realize they're doing it because it's so ingrained into their awful character. By the way. Um, Scientific studies, as far as social media goes, yeah, uh, you label they they essentially said between the ages of twelve and eighteen, children who drink or gamble between the ages of twelve and eighteen are at a greater risk of developing alcoholism or the gambling habit when they're adults. Yeah, because of just the way the mind is developing. Yeah. The dopamine rushes and all that from yeah, and how your brain things. associates, you know, how how much you need something, right? Social media, uh, all the likes and, and retweets and comments and all that. 
Same thing. Yep. Yeah, giving kids OCD, man. Yeah. They, they're just obsessed with Same those thing. likes and retweets. Yeah, they, they. Because, and well, and also, you know, how important it was to, uh, for some kids, being popular is super important. For others, it's not so much being popular, it's being, they just don't want to be the unpopular picked on kid. They would love to just kind of coast through and be left alone. You know, different kids have different personalities. They mm-hmm. they all they all do, and we all remember it. But school's not easy for everybody. That I mean, that time from generally it starts in probably like the fourth or fifth grade where kids start kind of figuring out who they are and kind of they kind of start picking on other kids and bullying right. and being jerks. And it's liable to last all the way until you're. I mean, some people it might go all the way through senior year, but usually that starts to calm down again around ninth, tenth grade because yeah. everybody kind of starts. Just well, you, break. You got a car. I mean, that's well, that's liberating. That, being that, able to drive and just do what you want. And the other thing too is is the elementary and junior highs are smaller, uh-huh. so they're more clickish. You get to high school, yeah, and you have all four grades there. They're a lot bigger. There's more, like okay, I mean, I mean, just you remember when you were in high school, you had goths, goth kids. Yeah, you know, I mean, know. we didn't have a ton, but we had uh, we had more metal kids than goth kids, right? Really. But I'm just saying, but those goth kids have people to go hang out with, yeah, and all that, and you didn't have that in high school, in, yeah. in junior high. We we had hey, I never really was one to stand on a bridge. I think I occupied the same bench the my all four years of high school. The one we occupied at our freshman year, we just kind of kept it. But the old stereotype was, you know, this group stood on this bridge because we had these two bridges that went across the drainage ditch. Uh-huh. And then the kids down here, they all stood on this bridge. And depending on which bridge you were, that was your social group at school. And then if you floated around to the little small benches, that meant you had like your little clique or something. Yeah. But I mean, just so dumb. I mean, just super yeah. dumb. No, you're right. But how much of an impact does that have on a kid? No, a ton. That's I mean, point. it has it has a ton. People will act outside of themselves to fit in where they want to fit in. I want to be on that bridge, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to get in with these kids. Well, what I'm getting at is all these pressures you have as a child because of school to be something or to not be something or whatever it is, is just exponentially with social media. Yeah, social because, media. Because if, if you are, I mean, it, it, I is, was, it is unfair pressure. I was unfair. Bullied, I was bullied in junior high. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hit my growth spurt till, till college. At least you hit one. That was true. <laughs> I'm the same how I was in junior high, man. <laughs> but I didn't hit a growth. I didn't hit a growth spurt until. I'm just saying I'm a big dude. That's when I hit high school. But yeah. I was picked on in junior high. Yeah. But I was always able to leave. Yeah. And I was always able to go to my buddy's house. Yep. And so I had. And you could escape. I it, could get away was, from it. You can't do that on social media, nope. which is why my kids won't have it. Yeah. If they have social media, they're allowed to talk to their cousins and their aunts or uncles and grandma or whatever. Well, they're not even using the one they would be using for that. Facebook's not where these kids are going to have problems now. Now it's it's all these things where it's instantaneous. It's, yeah. you know, I don't even think it's Twitter anymore. They're using, it's a different app every year that that these kids Listen, get obsessed with. Kids aren't getting the apps. That's yeah. the bottom line. Nope. And for that reason. But, yeah. but, but for that reason. I yeah. mean, you know, yes, I'm going Well, to- they're going to get pressured at school. Like, are you on this app? Check it out. And, you know, your son's going to be dealing with his buddies, showing him what this girl sent on this app, and he's going to want to get that app. And then your daughter's going to feel pressure every time she gets a boyfriend that, yep. because hard, that's what these apps are doing these days. Hard it's, to get that app it's on a giving, flip phone. Yeah. It's, I mean, these kids, are, these kids are doing things with these Dude, apps, and gonna, they're pressured at school my kids are gonna be to texting, be cool by getting in on the app. My kids are going to be texting 
hitting yeah. five three times for an L. <laughs> yeah. That's how they're going to oh, be texting so bad, yeah. the old school. But, but you know what I'm saying? They're going to feel pressure no, at I school it, because, but, hey, to be in with our group, you have to be in on this on this app that we're doing these secret things on. And that's where your parents, that's where the parents need to come in yeah. and have to be diligent in the fact like, hey, this is, listen, my wife gets on to me all the time and, and I'm probably at a fault for this, for just saying no. Yeah. Right? I have good reasons for it. But you don't tell. You I just say no. I don't explain it to him. I just say no. You're not getting that. Yeah. You know. But I've gotten, I have found personally that when I explain to them why I say no, they still may not like me, but mm-hmm. at least, well, at it least helps they, can't, can, they can't go, that's a jerk, you know. Yeah. Because my, my wife say, why did he say no? This. Yeah. Oh, that's a good reason. Hey, I, I will say this, though. Because they still do trust the parents the most. Growing up, I will say this, though. Kids who were very hard to, um, I don't know, I guess, what do they call that when you influence them? Uh, um, Peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kids that are really hard to peer pressure aren't the ones who like, well, it's because, and they give a long reason of why they shouldn't do it. The ones who were hard to peer pressure ones like, look, have you met my dad? He said no. The answer is no. Well, why? Dude, have you met my dad? He said no. The answer's no. You give them the easiest out. They don't have to sit there and pretend like your reason is their reason. They can just say, my dad said no. He said he would kill me. I'm pretty positive that he will. And you better look out because if he finds out you tried to get me to do it, he may come to your house and kill you too. Mm -hmm. Like, just... There's nothing wrong with yeah, giving your kids a that cop, healthy. So he can get away with it, right? Yeah. You give them the easiest out ever if you just say no, very seriously, and more importantly than anything, as the good book tells you, let your no mean no and your yes mean yes. Have a spine, yep. you jellyfish. Hey man, check it. When my oldest starts dating, I already know about this. This is great stuff. Yeah. So I'll tell the. This is my plan. We're gonna have Corey there in his cop get up. Yeah. I'm gonna have my and like full riot gear, right? Yeah, like, let's, I mean, we'll do maybe it a little blood on his shield. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> mind the tactical shotgun or, or the, the big stuff, you know. Yeah, a little blood <clears> on <throat> his boots. I'm gonna have my father-in-law there with his Bible. Yeah, yeah, the old preacher. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit the kid down. Yeah, wearing my Zubaz pants and my Ric Flair T-shirt and and a weightlifting belt. You said at one point well, I have one of those. Yeah, and I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna say, essentially. If you're one minute late, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and as you can see, I've got the law and the Lord taken care of. <laughs> so I can get away with it. <laughs> anyway. And your poor wife. <laughs> Just sitting back there. Oh, goodness. She'll laugh. I would stop him if it wasn't going to work. Yeah, she'll laugh. She'll, she'll go. <laughs> yeah. but she'll get that nervous laugh. Like, oh, he's joking, I think. <laughs> anyway, that's it. We're out of time. All right. Thanks for listening. We're out.